Guys, here is Lenore Zan, a.k.a. Rogue. It's Cal Dodd here, voice of Wolverine from X-Men, the animated series, Bub. I want you to join me at The Uncanny Experience, the ultimate destination for X-Men fans just like you. Where you will become a mutant student at Xavier's. And be able to explore the school campus, shop the vendor hall, and meet the creators and stars of the X-Men universe. There'll be panels, parties, immersive activities all throughout the historic mansion. Whether you're a fan of the comics or the movies or the animated series, you'll find something to love. This is Chris Claremont. I'm looking forward to seeing you all at the Uncanny Experience. It's going to be one hell of a ride, Bob. I bet it will be uncanny. Get your tickets now, sugar, at the uncannyexperience.com. Welcome, everyone, to the X Factor Files podcast. I'm Daryl. I'm Philip. And we're joined today by the Avenging Hour. John, Jason, welcome. Thank you. Hi there. Um, and we are gathered today, family and friends, to talk about the New Warriors annual, the only annual, I believe, from 1993 that doesn't premiere a character. Yeah, this it, confused me because I thought under the pretense that we were going to get a new character. And when I first opened it up, it said part four. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> even the cover says conclusion. So Fabian Nicieza um definitely got his way when it came to the annuals no one else at marvel did but fabian did is darkly like darkly introduced in this four parter yes so he's he's a new character but he wasn't he's not going along with this marketing scheme of brand new for the annual so darkling was introduced in whatever part one was whichever annual was what about part two and three did they have new characters no, no it, it's just Darkling and this mess of a story that we're seeing concluded. Oh, so wait, parts one through three were taking place in the actual New Warriors. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, so, thought it, I thought it took place over four different annuals. Okay, I got No, it. so Fabian Nicieza actually... So he did just didn't good, care. <laughs> he, no, he didn't care, and he actually did a, a good job, although it was rare at this time, to tie in the annual to his issues, to the ongoing... Okay, so, that that explains why John liked this one because John's a big fan of the New Warriors issues, yeah, see, and I've never read any of them. As an old, I was reading <laughs> New Warriors when it came out. I bought this annual off the newsstand. I like this annual, but, but that's because I love Fabian Nicias's New Warriors. So good. Okay. Some, yeah, something I caught on about this, and I was thinking about it while reading this issue, is that he really carved out his own niche, I feel, in the Marvel Universe, where... He had his own corner to play in, especially in the early 90s, because he had this, he had Nova, um, he had a a good cast of characters to play around with, and no one else really touched them. I mean, you all have talked about Rage before, and where he was introduced by Larry Hama in The Avengers, Um, but he was around for like six issues or something, and then then they realized that he's a 13-year-old kid, and they're like, (laughs) you know what? You, you can't be an Avenger. You should go be a new warrior. I mean, it's kind of surprising because Captain America has a history of taking 13-year-old kids with him whenever he goes out to fight. So you think he would have been like, yeah, come on, Rage. You're perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was too oh. big. They, much, that, much too big. He likes his 13-year-old smaller. Yeah, 
more yes. petite. They're <laughs> less likely to be hit by a Nazi's bullet if they have not hit puberty. Yeah, yeah sure. That's why. That's why I like them. Yeah, <laughs> Spanish wings. I knew nothing about the new warriors except that Firestar was a part of that. So yeah, I yeah. don't know that they were all so young. So I was very confused of like, why? Why are these other stories taking place in a high school? Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is Marvels and Teen Titans. Yeah, oh, yeah, to a large okay. extent. And Rage, you write not only does he write does Fabian get to write Rage in New Warriors, but he also writes Night Thrasher's solo solo title, and Rage basically becomes a supporting character there as well. Fabian Nicias, I'm telling you, I've always liked him, but his 90s, he he left Marvel and would go to uh, Acclaim, where he became the editor in chief and wrote uh, Turok and Troublemakers, oh. and they're great series if you're looking for good teenage angst. Highly recommended. Oh, that's great. Um, if I had known that in my emo phase, um, <laughs> as a teenager, would have been all about it. So this issue opens up and we're at some sort of spire, a darkness spire, a darkling spire. A spire is a good word. Lymph. Uh, there's a big <laughs> battle happening and it's the new warriors. And we have a lot of cameos in this book that I wasn't expecting. There are um, so many characters here. Yeah, um, Crystal is here from the Avengers. Yeah, Always exciting. I mean, I recognize the thing. So it, we've had a debate between the three of us. What is that thing in her hair? <laughs> it's got to be like the hair equivalent of a tattoo where it just sort of regenerates itself in the same place. See, that's what I always thought, too. Yeah, because as her hair grows, it doesn't seem to come down. It stays in the same place, sort of like. But that's John, not how it works. John thinks it's a headband that holds her hair back. But then we had a recent issue in the Avengers where she was actually wearing a headband. And I was like, wait, she has a headband on her headband? <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't her hair still go every which way? Especially Maybe. when she's like. Yeah, when she's in action. Flame onto some civilians. It, when she's in the shower with her. Uh, um, with her baby, a baby, <laughs> her changing age baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> a moment of silence for Luna. She is going to need so much counseling when they finally let her grow up. Um, so we're we're opening on this battle scene. I don't really know what's going on aside from a really moody teen, basically Darkling. I had no clue. Just this all in caps sort of raging out and spreading being super emo on top of other people he obviously has been um a, a lifetime of garbage of abuse of neglect why shouldn't i let it all out yeah so he's like a, leaking emo yes <laughs> the whole realm of emo yeah so I, I thought that explanation was kind of cool of like how there's this dark force realm and he's like a gateway to it and the energy from that can just come out of him there, there's not a whole lot that's standing out to me about this initial battle scene, aside from we see how strong he can be. He's tossing around Ben Grimm, and to lift up the thing, like, he needs some strength. Yeah, uh, and he, he changes his size kind of at will. I don't know if that's because he can use the dark force power to make himself bigger, like add volume to himself. He gets his face under control after a few pages. I, like, this is very like this is very 90s there's it's yeah. so 90s angsty marvel 
Okay, I feel like you're using that as a negative. It is. <laughs> it is not. I absolutely love this. Uh, so this was not, uh, yeah. So Derek Robertson, who was the regular penciler on the New Warriors, is also one of the many pencilers on this. Uh, I guess he is the main penciler on this story, on, on this story. And I think this looks gorgeous. I think it's beautiful. Um, it would make a lot more sense if you read the first three parts mm, first. Maybe. To maybe. be fair. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the artwork. I don't really know what's going on. And I'm just tired of this kid yelling at me. <laughs> I love Firestar's outfit. I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's better than what she had before she was an X-Man in this most recent. That film. yellow thing with the red on it. Yeah. Gold, like gold this costume. has more is more is more interesting. It has more colors, has more shape. I, I like that they they gave her something to do too. I appreciate that Fabian picked up the character. I was just going to say, if you're a Firestar fan, you you owe him a debt of gratitude because before New Warriors, she was nothing. And and New Warriors developed her and Vance, Astrovic, Justice, Marvel Boy, whatever we're calling him, and really brought Nova back from obscurity. I mean, this book really did. I mean, you know, Night Thrasher, probably not really breaking out in the household name. Darkhawk? Didn't develop Darkhawk, Darkhawk wasn't in? really a New Warrior. Just um, like he wasn't really an Avenger. <laughs> Darkhawk... Dark I yes, we're covering him in a separate episode in his annual. And, oh right, and that was the first time I I met him. I for context, I have very little knowledge of comic things, but like it all started after we started dating. So yeah, which is coming up on five years now. So I mean, oh. but I didn't, you're I, gaining more experience, and I think this whole series of issues, this season of episodes, is giving you an education. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But Speedball seems cool. Like, I thought Speedball's before he was great. just, like, some polka dot dude. Yeah. But he has kinetic fields, which are fun. Yeah. I still don't get Turbo. And but Oh, we, we should talk about Turbo's helmet. Why? So Turbo, Turbo's the old torpedo, right? Yeah. The Rome, old from, Daredevil, Daredevil villain. One from, oh, that's right. He died in Rom. Yes. Yeah. But he started out in, I think, Daredevil 150 or one. 130 something i always forget he's a daredevil villain to me he's a rom villain and they these two kids found his costume and right? they trade on and off yeah it's a oh, guy and a girl they they change spots they're both, they're both that in the final story so i thought that was kind of cool but yeah. like i don't get the the big discs on his wrists and ankles they um, seem very impractical they're supposed to shoot something out of air. Them. Is I think, it air? I think, yeah, it's just I think air. that's what like, helps him go he has he little air compressors fast. i guess um, oh the torpedo character originally could go like super fast and just smash through things without getting hurt. It like, like created some sort of force field. He was like something really fast, like yeah, like a uh, torpedo. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the battle's going on. We get Doctor Strange shenanigans here. <laughs> yeah, let's fix the problem, right? It took me so long to figure out that like this dark force energy was possessing people and including dr strange is so, this dr strange's like full mask era i don't or... think so i think they're just the dark force it's hasn't covered dark force, yeah. okay so he sends out the eye of agamotto which yeah, is a, to... an actual eye um yeah, sure why not i i did is that supposed is, is it supposed to be an eye or is it supposed to be like a jewelry thing and they just made it an eye in this issue i think it's supposed to be an actual eye i feel like it's shown up in old ditko issues too where it pops out and does stuff for him yeah 
It reminds me of um, the spell book from Hocus Pocus, where it's just an eye. <laughs> yeah, yes, very <laughs> um, much so. So the eye pops out of Doctor Strange. So uh, the new warriors and all of their help are getting their asses handed to them by Darkwing. And Doctor Strange's eye is like, I can solve this by observing good in the world yeah. or something. I feel like these next 12 pages are like, what? Well, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, the page with um with the kid at, um with Carlton, Carlton LaFroige, and he finds out that Speedball is really Robbie Baldwin, that will lead into him becoming a supporting player in the book. He decides he wants to be a superhero, and he takes the name, um, my gosh, I'll tell you his name. I can't remember what it is. But basically what he decides his superpower is, is he can tell you what you did wrong. Wow. And he gets this wonderful <laughs> what um, an annoying breath. <laughs> oh, it's great. Um, he gets uh an outfit where he has a um his helmet or his helmet has um rearview mirrors on it. <laughs> Is his name hindsight? hindsight? It's hindsight. It's hindsight. Uh, yeah, I, I remember I seeing it somewhere. It was gonna be hindsight or 2020 or some connection <laughs> there. It's amazing. He's so cool. Everyone should have a helmet with rearview mirrors they on it. Just saw him in something recently. Did they still use him? I believe so. He showed up in the, one of the comics that I was reading. Oh, huh. is that? Oh, the people who don't have powers, but they try to make little groups, and someone got murdered. Oh no, that was that was X Factor from way back when. No, I, I feel know. like he okay. might have shown up in a new iteration of Damage Control. Oh, the newest damage control. I think that's where it was. Okay. Yeah. Those were fun issues. Those were. Um, we're seeing uh, Nova brought into this with Dagger. I didn't recognize that. And with some questionable boob coverage. <laughs> She's always had that. She loves Yeah, that's, boob, that's her costume. Window. I... When I first started reading this issue and I see Darkling using the Dark Force power and I see Dagger, I think, in either on the cover or on the first page, I thought, where's Cloak? Because Cloak is a Dark Force-powered person. Yeah. And during this fight, they're fighting Shroud, who's the other well-known, I mean, aside from Darkstar, the other Dark Force-wielding person in Marvel. And I don't, where, what is going on with Cloak at this point in time? I don't, I don't remember, but I, I'm surprised they didn't bring Darkstar in because she does use it. And this is early 90s, so Glasnost. So we could have brought in our Russian friends and yeah. had them, you know, now you couldn't have her in the book. I'm sure she's no longer allowed to be in the Marvel Universe, but mm. early 90s. Yeah. And uh, she worked I, with X Factor for a while. Oh, but she was murdered. No, was she? In a Parisian tunnel. Oh. I mean murdered i mean what does that even mean anymore with the... i mean with krakoa they can just bring her back to life right that's right yeah she's a mutant yeah they're immortal yeah. i mean as long as there's somebody there to work the machine <laughs> true i'm really happy to see nova nova doesn't have an annual this year um so this is a rare nova appearance and it is like um trashy slummy guy that you have a crush on nova um <laughs> the stubble he you has the stubble yeah. he has like a ponytail yeah oh. yeah he, he was never hotter than in the new warriors which is sad on so many levels about what it says about me and what it says about nova <laughs> like he is greasy and gross and <laughs> you just want to take him home and be like there's the bathtub <laughs> yeah. like yeah and then let's watch a movie afterwards but we do get him in a hot tub in the one of the more recent krakoa books yeah He's still around, and he is uh, bisexual. 
or gay? I think he's bi. I think he's bi. Really? Richard Ryder? Yes, yeah. Richard yes. Ryder. It's the Richard Ryder Nova? It well, is. Why is he on Kokoa? He's not a mutant. He's yeah. on Mars. Yes. Which is now Arako, which is a mutant nation. Mm-hmm. I guess at this point. And he was in a hot tub. Don't ask, John. You don't want to know. <laughs> but I do. I kind of. I do want to know. The X-Men comic. You know how X-Men used to always kind of be in their own corner of the Marvel Universe? They are way off in their own corner now. <laughs> so Nova does awesome things there. And um, he says that his therapist ordered him to take a day off. So he's hanging out in a hot tub with Sunspot. But it was in the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy run that we both enjoyed a lot. Yes. Um, that he was like, Peter Quill, I also love you. I also, But I recognize that you have feelings for Gamora, and that's complicated. But here's how we, here's how I'm showing up to you. Yeah, world. it's a great run of Guardians. Um, and they ended it unceremoniously. They canceled that series in 2021. 20, uh, I think so. Like, it was... It was v- sad. It was very abrupt. Like you get to the last page, and they're like, "Well, the end." <laughs> is this the is this the time frame where Sunspot or or Can- Cannonball was off with uh, Smasher as part of the um the, the Shiar Empire? Yes, yes. Cannonball is okay. out there, and he's married to a Shiar. He's married to Smasher, right? Yes. Yeah. And they have a kid or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Sunspot gets with... uh, I I read a recent New Mutants issue where Sunspot was on um, the Starjammers ship and they took him out there to visit Cannonball for like one of their kids' birthday parties or something. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, We're getting far afield of this issue. There's still a battle. because what we're talking about is more interesting than this annual. Yeah. (laughs) Again. Um, So the eyeball is going back what is because this eyeball doing? It doesn't make sense. It, it, it is, just it's looks it's at people and then witness. comes back. It's capturing some moment, some warm, fuzzy moments of yes. people either saving each other or being reaching out to each other. Is the eye going to then come back and tell Darkling, look, there, you don't yes. have to be so emo? Did you read yes. the issue? I did not read it. I kind of glanced over it. I, I read the first half and then I was like, well, this sucks. <laughs> 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 i hate this kid <laughs> i would really argue that this is a good story if you read all four parts of it well well that's the problem too is we're coming in on just the end of it yeah and now darkling had his, his glow up moment he did and we see um uh, warren worthington the third oh, right. Right. very hunky um we are here for you 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 pour some black ink over him and all of a sudden all of his muscles are very defined and so it you're the battle's still happening i mean we are 25 pages into this issue and because at one point firestar was like i could just do my microwave thing on everyone and everyone and everyone else is like please don't irradiate me (laughs) that seems like a bad idea be sterile (laughs) yeah and but then she does it it anyway anyway, which that at that point in time i'm like okay come on fabian if she was gonna do it anyway could we not have done it 15 pages ago rather than you know yeah but and and it wipes the grime off of everyone it does its job um i mean warren is still very hunky when he's pale blue true um and darkling is in rags yeah he's in rags and like has a moment of clarity and he's like no it's coming back to me because i'm real sad about life (laughs) But there's a silhouette person who's having a moment that I thought was really interesting. Who's silhouette? Yeah. So silhouette is a she was uh, an old flame of night thrashers. She got shot in the back and paralyzed from the waist down. 
She uses braces to move, but she has this power to tap into the dark force and use it to basically travel through shadows. And she also put tasers, she puts tasers in her bracers so she can shock people with them. But that's oh. why she, this is why this is important to her because she could actually walk when he had the, the, the dark force controlling her body. Yeah, so she tried to calm Namorita down who was ready to just pick his ass into next week. Yeah, that's a that's a face on that one panel there. Whew. Yes. <laughs> and um Nova and Dagger come in and blast Darkling with a ton of light to be like, no. It's a it's a real fashash moment. Yes, there is a it, <laughs> she's like a, shits a dart, she puts a dagger like right through his head. I thought she like showed up to murder him. <laughs> right? And then Cloak shows up and they have like one panel together. Yeah, where was he? He's just standing there I all of a sudden. Was, so well, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> he had been controlling the people that control Dark Force. That's why the Shroud was fighting them. And to be clear, like it's not just the crystals here. In the preceding issues, like all of the Avengers were here. All, all the Fantastic, the Fantastic Four. Four were here, yeah. but most of them got taken over by the Dark Force. So was was Cloak absorbed by Darkling? I believe so. Okay. Okay, so when he was so when Darkling was severed from the Dark Force, that released Cloak. Yes. So uh, the eye has found its way onto Doctor Strange's forehead, and he's <laughs> using it now to show Darkling, look at all of the good there is in the world. See the light, literally. And Darkling looks real sad because that's not his... He no didn't, one has experience. He, yes, and he didn't really want that. He wanted to hang on to the darkness. He didn't want but, to be converted to Christianity. I mean, that's yeah, what that it seems. Be... It seems like it seems like like some mad skater kid. And then Doctor Strange is like, "Have you heard about Jesus Christ?" <laughs> and he's like, "No." Like, there's a whole baggie of Jesus things that was left on my front door, so that was fun. Oh, this past week. <laughs> Yeah, Doctor Strange was there. He wants he wants you to see the light. Wow, that's where we usually get baggies uh, announcing that the clan's going to have a rally around here. So. Oh, <laughs> flyers no. on our doorsteps. Oh, um, Darkling has some sad tears and falls into Silhouette's waiting arms. They but they did a good job with that art on that page where he's like wrapping his arms around his head. Can you do that though? John's over here trying to feel like my arms can do that. It's like when the sun is coming in and you're not ready to wake up and you're just like oh it's like it's like the pose you had when you were sleeping last night but I was watching Baywatch on network TV at midnight. (laughs) That's the pose anybody has when they're watching Baywatch. I didn't lose feeling in my arms again. It was a really good episode. Uh, Mitch Buchanan's son was arrested for like maybe some murder. Are you sure you weren't actually watching the news? <laughs> I've never actually oh, seen an episode of Baywatch. Um, so then Darkling swirls some darkness to him again. He's like, I'm going to contain it. Yeah. Be my emo self in the in the dark force realm or something and spirals away yeah leave me alone i'm gonna go start my chemical romance (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i like that crystal takes the opportunity to cradle johnny storm in her arms i Uh, good for that is the (laughs) it is uh, we need more of that i was wondering see see now in that panel that looks like a headband because her hair's under yes i don't know what's going on 
and black knights in the background yeah he's like what is happening here <laughs> oh that is him um nice of you to show up there buddy yeah and that's basically it no the only thing we didn't talk about is what is up with rage's new costume oh what like the, the first costume we had was bad enough with the like tiger print but yeah what is this we all you're seeing is his 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 brace he's his been bracer. the whole issue yeah he all covered in he he's was, no he wasn't he's been in the issue he has a horrible costume it's like blue and red and green so darkling following this issue before we get into our backup stories which i argue are probably better than this story um Darkling comes back um, in annual number four and then New York Warriors issue 52 and New Thunderbolt 16. Fabian Nicieza is the only person who has ever written Darkling. <laughs> because no one else cares. This is Fabian is, he is a mutant and he was one of like the 200 mutants that retained their powers after M-Day. Wow. What? Because everyone forgot about him. <laughs> yes. And he he changed his name to Asylum somewhere along the way. Who did Fabian pay to have this guy retain his powers? I don't know. Who was writing main X-Men at that point? It was bouncing around a lot. Um was it Bendis? Did Bendis I'm sorry, I, I interrupted one of you too. Oh. Uh, what are your thoughts on Darkling? Uh, do, based off of your experience here, do you want to see Darkling ever again? No. Yes. Uh. <laughs> I would read more Darkling. Have I, you ever listened to our podcast? This happens all the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you see his abs? He, he has what abs and he's, he can swirl away. He does he have looks, a strong conditioner game with that hair. He looks like the lead singer of Creed. All right. <laughs> let's not be insulting. He, <laughs> Look at his arms, too, when he's hugging his head. <laughs> he's got, like, two right hands. How does he do that? It is a little disturbing. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I feel for him. I I, don't, I would. I think another writer might be able to do something with him, if given an opportunity. I think he's primed for, like, a great redemption arc or something. Of, yeah. like, I made it through this period of my life, and now I know what I want, he, and it's he, not to be evil. He could be a something. counselor on Krakoa. Uh, oh my god, youth counselor? Perfect. Yeah. Aren't there already like a hundred of them? Youth counselor? <laughs> they they yeah. need a hundred of them. They have so many former <laughs> villains there. They do. And I mean, have you guys recorded your West Coast Avengers annual episode yet? We have. So he's better than Raptor. So much better than I Raptor. Mean, that's not <laughs> even on the same page. <laughs> oh no. Do you like Raptor? I didn't mind him. <laughs> but he's but he's unusable. Like there's no way that you can do do something with him because his very cowardly normal self is would never be in a position like he can't join a team because mm. the team would have to plop him down into some really dangerous situation for him to be able to transform and do something helpful what if the villains just keep attacking the starbucks that he's working at <laughs> <laughs> it would work i like the idea of some relatively ruthless person uh just putting him on the team and they just like you know, keep him sedated until they need him, and then they drop him into the middle of the fight, and then he raptors out. So he's like a BA Baracus from the A team. Yes, he's he's <laughs> I mean, he's a Mister T. He's a Mister T. Oh. 
Um, the backup stories we have in this annual, first we have some pinups because you know you need to pad out those issues. I have to. Uh, but also, who's, who's Night Thrasher? You've mentioned him, and I don't, don't know who that is. Uh, he's a black skateboarder. Yeah, Night Thrasher <laughs> is everyone's favorite skateboarding superhero. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, he was the leader of the New Warriors. He got them together. Oh. Yeah, he's like a rich kid, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's like, what if Batman was black and also used a skateboard? Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, about it. And they're promoting Nova's solo series. I yep. do appreciate that pinup. And then we have a, a good old-fashioned morality story starring Speedball, um, where he is uh, daydreaming about hope. Yes. The, some girl in class. Who's not, not the concept of hope. Yeah, and wearing a very early 90s hat. Like, this is a Blossom hat. <laughs> see i looked at it as like a john hughes movie but you're right it's it's later on yeah um and he gets roughed up because he's thinking about hope and he runs into like the class bully who's drinking a coke in the hallway which probably wasn't allowed oh. like you probably couldn't drink pop who's soda. gonna stop that kid though yeah right? no that one. kid is clearly 27 <laughs> <laughs> also that and um they try, he starts to start a fight, and he's like, Ugh, I'm going to pour a pop over your head, speed bombs. Speedball's like, do I transform and kick his ass? But I could hurt him, and then everyone would know that I'm a speedball. Yeah, and I can't let him hit me, because then my powers will activate, and everyone will know. Yeah, it's basically Peter Parker versus Flash Thompson. Yeah. It was giving me Peter Parker vibes. And yeah, I yeah, it's totally what this is. Did they just recycle the story? It reminds me of the scene from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man where he, where Flash Thompson, Joe Manganiello is trying to punch him and he just keeps dodging him super quick. And it, it's like he kind of gives away that he's Spider-Man without really giving it away. Nobody really notices. I mean, there's like, I think of... there's things Speedball could have done here like, without what? being like obviously yeah. Speedball, but I don't really know what Speedball's what? powers are other than bouncing off things. That's, I mean, <laughs> you can't really use them unless he turns into Speedball. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. He might, I guess he could have thrown his cat at him. If he had deals with him, <laughs> then the, but then the cat secret identity would have been out of the bag. Well, would he bounce off of him? Yeah, Does the, the cat, cat bounce. The too? cat has his has his powers as well. Mm, that makes sense. They were caught in an explosion together. Oh, oh. Like, <laughs> and they didn't explode. It would be like if you guys. Uh, I was about to say that that makes sense, but then I realized what I was about to say. <laughs> if you had powers and the Bun Buns had the same power, which yeah. would be like the best crime fighting team ever. <laughs> would you like throw rabbits at people? Well, they, what their powers they are. would use their powers to get treats and then they would just go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> that like sounds dads, like a normal day for all of us. Dads were not interested. No, thank you. So um, he doesn't engage. He walks away. He's called a wuss. And then what's her face is like, that was really brave what you did. Her name is Hope. Her name I is was just going to say, it shows how much the story touched you that you forgot her name all <laughs> right through it. <laughs> it's just like Passions, where you have characters named after virtues. <laughs> passions? And wasn't there, a, wasn't there a robot on that show? <laughs> no, it was a creepy doll. Who <laughs> oh, right, it a was boy. a doll. <laughs> um, and she's like, that was really brave. And he's like, you want to go get burritos with me which is the most romantic date uh, sure. don't yeah. don't go on a date after burritos it's a horrible idea i, I hope they fed them <laughs> to each other <laughs> extra beans please um and uh, th then it ends happily and they're off and our last our last story is very meta on the comic collecting community <laughs> and 
Um, it is a Comic-Con special guest, Fabian Nicieza. And um, it's Turbo and Turbo. It's double Turbo. And they're they're in line to get the first issue of X-Force signed, which was one of the most printed comics of all time. Um, oh, is that why it's a joke that the, what's his face is like, I'm going to get it signed. It's so rare. It's so special. And every other person in line has the exact same copy. Yeah, yeah. there were a lot of them. So I like Turbo and I like the idea that they share the suit. I wonder how it is skin tight on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're about the same height, but he clearly has a bigger waist than she does because she's a female comic book character. So she has like a 12 inch waist and also breasts. Um, which he does not have at all. And I just don't understand how the physics of this work. Maybe it it adapts to the wearer? I don't think it's an alien costume. I think it was just a... I mean, great if it does. Yeah. I, I just realized as I was slipping through here as well that the um, there's a Bonan the Caveman at this comic convention and two, <laughs> three different Star Trek people? Yes, oh, and, yeah. and there are all of the puppets from Mystery Science Theater 3000 as oh, well, sprinkled no. throughout the Oh pages. my gosh, they are! There's a Ren and Stimpy, there's a space ghost down in the bottom corner. Oh yeah. There's yeah, a there Forbush is, Man. There's yep. the bucket dude, so there's the yep. actual bucket signing yes. a thing for a little bucket, and then there's a bucket action figure on a table. Yeah. That was fun. I don't so, get what's whole, the whole... Asylum Studio reference on the back of that guy's shirt. What was Asylum Studio? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, some vaguely hunky guy with an Arsenal t-shirt, but not the, not Arsenal like the soccer team. No, and not Arsenal the DC character either. I'm not surprised. So they want to get it signed. A dude shows up. His name is Weapon Y. Although, Which is a great joke. <laughs> yes. yes. Except for the fact that is it Weapon X or is it Weapon 10? Mm. It's it's weapon back X. and forth, I feel. Yeah, that's kind of what I feel. Like it depends on who's writing it as to whether that's a Roman numeral or not. Yeah. But it was funny like we, I saw this and it it's drawn in a way that makes you think, "Oh, that'd be a fun place to go." and not give the impression like you know how it's going to smell when you get there. <laughs> like some of those cons it's yeah, we will people we, are potent. Yeah, yes. We will leave. And uh, Philip's like, it smells so much better outside. <laughs> <laughs> so Weapon Y is uh, really pissed at Fabian for um, writing the New Warriors as a team that kicked his ass. And he looks like Shatterstar. He's got... oh, I With a make, cable eye. I didn't make that connection. I he mean, looks a little bit like the, the Spider-Man character uh, Solo, too. Mm. The coloring in the... No? I mean, when he lives, Terror dies, but other than that. Oh, I see Shatterstar with the hair yeah. and the owl. Yep. Yeah, the, the ponytail and the yeah, yep. <laughs> overdrawn mullet. <laughs> um, so it, he eventually gets blasted from behind with water. With a non- non-powered turbo yes which i think i just like her better i yeah. feel like she is much more effective than she, the dude she is. is and that's kind of the the running thing throughout the series is that they share the suit but everyone but mike knows that she's much better at this okay good. <laughs> um so when 
they they waste weapon Y, but in the process, they ruin everything at this con. Uh, all the cards, the comics, the toys, everything. The videotapes are soaked. So um, the police are like, you know what? We're going to escort you out of here because uh, you don't want to stick around because these nerds are angry. And yep. it, it was a fun little backup story. Some yeah, of the backup stories... It's better than the Anachronauts. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I don't want to shame anyone's Anachronaut love. Someone <laughs> must like them. I do. And I, I'm glad to meet that person. I you, mean, it's, it's the, my only context for them, and it was an okay story. So You and Glenn Hurdling are the <laughs> Anachronaut fans. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. I'll Instagram wrote, him. I follow he, him on Instagram. So Do you really? Yeah. Glenn Hurdling is on Insta. Oh, boy. Shout yeah. out Glenn Hurdling. Is he, is he still right? Comic books? I don't know. <laughs> Got me. Uh, all right. So to wrap this episode up, <clears throat> do you, Philip, want to read more New Warriors because of this? No, that, but I don't like teeny bopper things in general. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does it... The new warriors is it? Is it more of this ilk, John? Yeah, I mean it's 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 a teen like like Jason said. It's basically Teen Titans. It's it's teen soap opera. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know how. Well, no, I did just reread the first I don't know twenty issues recently, and I thought it still held up. But clearly, it spoke more to me in the in the nineties when I was closer to being a teen <laughs> myself than I am now. I could see that being a thing. Like if I were much younger maybe I could relate mm-hmm. more. And I've heard really good things about it to the extent that I have the first two omnibuses on the shelf for New War. Uh, I think I think you'll like them. So you're just like me. You buy these books that you never read? <laughs> I leave them in the shrink wrap until I read them because they're easier to dust with plastic <laughs> gotcha. on Gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right. So, fellows, where can everyone find you? Uh... It, the, the avenging the, hour the avenging Instagram. oh right our podcast yeah that's a yeah. thing yeah, yeah. Every, every week on all your favorite podcast platforms or um, on instagram at at the avenging hour or uh, you can email us uh avenging hour at gmail.com thank you for joining us on this Thanks wonderful journey us. through new warriors territory um and we will uh, catch you all next time stay safe bye